Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You are tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Burtnick. As always, it's such a pleasure to be here with you. I am sending each and every one of you listening so much love. So much love. Hmm. So, Before we dive in, I just want to give you a little bit of a life update, and then we'll we'll dive into into the episode today. But I just figured I would tell you, next week is my breast reduction surgery, so next Wednesday, and I am so excited for that. A little bit nervous, but if you had listened to my episode from a few weeks ago, I did talk about body image and the breast reduction and what I'm doing to prepare for that. So I've been doing a lot of spiritual work and physical things for my body to prepare me for this surgery. And if you want to know more, go listen to that episode. And I will also be doing like a post-surgical episode because honestly, there's not a lot of information out there for, um, for breast reductions. Implants is big. Uh, explant surgeries is big, but breast reductions, it's hard. It is really hard to find info. So yeah, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a series on that just to support women who are thinking of getting it done and have questions and, and everything like that. So I'm super excited for next week. Uh, my partner keeps making fun of me and, and it's all in good, good fun, but he keeps making fun of me and saying, oh, they're just going to meat cleaver them off. Um, so it's a joke between us. And he was like, oh, you should bring a meat cleaver and give it to your surgeon on the day of surgery. And I was like, mm, maybe not. Like, I don't quite want to get arrested for bringing a knife into <laughs> like in the surgeon's office. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Like, crazy woman brings meat cleaver into a surgeon's office and <laughs> gets arrested. Craziness. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that's the that's the running joke between us. But yeah, it's going to be super exciting. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I've had a bunch of like birthdays lately. So people are celebrating birthdays. A very good friend of mine is moving to BC. So I'm actually going through, like, I'm so, so happy for her. And I'm also going through a little bit of a grieving process because we've been seeing each other every two weeks in person for, God, I don't even know how long. And it's been one of those things where we support each other in business and in life and in friendship and everything. So not having the in-person connection anymore that way is hard. So I've been going through a grieving process and by allowing myself to grieve this change in the relationship, because it's not a loss and we're, we're still setting up our zoom dates and everything. Um, But you know, 
by allowing myself to grieve this change, it just lets me deeper honor the relationship and it also honors my feelings and it doesn't take anything away from how excited I am for her. You know, oftentimes as humans, we try to put everything in a box and it's like we can't, we can only be sad but not happy at the same time, or we have to be happy and not sad. Like it's like things can't, there can't be like dualistic things that exist, but in truth there are, and they're everywhere. You can be sad and grieve or happy and grieving at the same time. And it's just, you're accessing different parts of yourself and different parts of your emotion. And you don't want to shut one of those off because then you're, you're denying a part of yourself. And by shutting off an emotion, by pushing it away, you're actually creating trauma in your body. And you don't want to do that because when you create trauma in the body through not feeling your emotions, that ends up showing up in your physical body. So I want you to be very aware of how you are feeling, what you're trying to push away, and just what you're doing with those emotions. Are you letting yourself feel? Are you letting yourself honor the full spectrum of what is going on? Or are you pushing and shutting off parts of yourself? And if you are pushing and shutting off parts of yourself, then start feeling those parts. And it's going to feel uncomfortable. It might feel scary. And if you need help with it, then get help. You can book a theta healing session with me. We can do coaching together. And if I'm not the right person, reach out to help for someone, reach out for help from someone else. Just reach out for help. Like don't, if you're struggling to do something on your own, don't keep struggling. Change what you're doing so that you can change the outcome. Now, Let's get into the meat of today's episode, which I I really want to dive into the law of attraction with you and also really bring awareness to the energy that your thoughts and your actions are putting out there. And this is where the law of attraction plays into it. So... I don't have the actual definition for the law of attraction in front of me, but if I was to explain it to you, which obviously I'm going to, um, sorry guys, this is one of those weird mornings where I think my brain is moving faster than my mouth is, but that's okay. Um, But what the law of attraction is, is basically it's a universal law where you attract into your world, your reality, things that are the same vibration as what you are putting out. So what that means is that everything has a vibration. Everything has a frequency. And I know you've heard me talk about this in past episodes, but we are energetic beings. And there is actually no more separation from ourselves as from anyone else, as from the desk I am sitting at. 
I am as much one with the wood on my desk as I am with the cells in my own body. So there is really no separation there. And everything, no matter how solid it feels, is energy. It's all energy. Now with the law of attraction, you attract to you things and experiences that are at the same frequency that you yourself reside at. Now, if you are residing in thoughts that are negative, if you like to complain all the time, if you like to worry all the time, if you're focused on the things that aren't going right and could, could not go right and are hard and a struggle, if you are focusing on that, and even if you want your life to change and you are trying to manifest something and you say like, you know, I'm struggling so much right now. I really want to bring in more money. That'll solve all my problems. Or I want to bring in a new relationship that'll solve all my problems. You are not going to bring in that money or that relationship or any of those things that you want because you are not a vibrational match for it. The things that you are wanting to bring in are vibrating at a higher frequency. And it's like tuning to a radio. If all the negativity is playing on 106 FM and all the positivity is playing on 95 FM, if you're listening to 106, you're only going to get 106. You're not going to be able to hit hit 95 and get those positive vibes. So you have to change your frequency. And in order to change your frequency, you need to change your thoughts, you need to change your beliefs, and you need to change your actions. And the actions is also a really big one. And I'll get into why in a little bit. But you need to become a vibrational match for what you are attracting. You know the phrase, fake it till you make it? Well, I don't fully agree with that phrase, but there's some value in it. And, you know, oftentimes, especially people with, who are suffering with depression, I do say fake it till you feel it. And the difference there, when I say fake it till you feel it, is sometimes you have to consciously and manually force yourself into feeling better, into taking different actions. And it's going to feel hard to you because of the vibrational state you're currently at. So if you're feeling really, really negative, it's very hard for you to feel positive. But sometimes you have to fake yourself into into that positivity in order for you to start tapping into the actual feeling within yourself. 
I don't know if you've ever tried this, but if you're feeling, if you're really angry and you're just focused on the anger or you're focused on the upset, you're like, maybe somebody cut you off in traffic and you're swearing up a storm. You're like, mother effer, son of a bee. Like, can't believe that D-bag cut me off and blah, blah, blah. And life is horrible. And so you're in that like rumbly phase. In order for you to get back into that happy phase, it's going to be hard because you're going from grumble, 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 and you're not just going to automatically be like, oh, now I'm happy again. Because you're consistently feeding your brain, feeding your body that grumbly, angry energy. So in order for you to no longer feel that trigger in the moment, you have to shift what you're thinking about. And it's, it's a radical shift in those moments. So if you're thinking about the guy that cut you off in traffic and you're swearing up a storm and you're angry, in order to be happy and tap back into those positive feelings, you have to change the narrative that is going on in your mind. So that might look like maybe you listen to a podcast and that starts changing the narrative in your mind. Maybe you put on your favorite song and you just belt it out and you dance in the car and you let those angry feelings go away. And maybe you just start thinking different thoughts. So instead of thinking about the guy that cut you off, you start thinking about, wow, what a beautiful drive this is. Look at the sun shining or look at how the rain is, fa- is falling down. I love the rain. I'm really looking forward to a meeting today or going to lunch with my friend. I'm looking forward to all of these things. And you start focusing on the positive. And when you start focusing on the positive, you are changing your internal narrative. That voice in your head, you are changing what it says. And in the moment, that is how you can go from those heavy, low vibrational emotions into feeling better. Now, another thing that gets you further into alignment with whatever you are calling in that raises your frequency, your vibration is doing healing work on yourself. And healing work can look many different ways. It can, it can look like just changing your thoughts to start, changing how you talk to yourself. And eventually you get into the really deep work where you are digging for beliefs and core beliefs that were formed during childhood. You start digging into your past lives and your ancestors' beliefs, the ones that are held in your DNA that aren't even yours, but you're still carrying them and they're still affecting your life. You start healing the traumas that you've had throughout your lifetime. And again, a trauma is any emotion that could not be processed by your mind at the time it was happening. And that is why we see trauma that can look huge and trauma that can look small, that you cannot judge your trauma against somebody else's. It is anything that your mind could not deal with at that moment, so it shoved it down. 
and your body couldn't process it at the time. So it shoved it down and that became stored trauma in your body. So the next part of raising your vibration is doing that deep healing work because changing your narrative and, and doing all the surface level stuff is so great. And I will never discredit it because it's where I started. But it will only get you so far. And then you have to do the deep work. So you really want to become a vibrational match to what you are calling in. Let's use relationships as an example. You might be single right now and you really want to be in a loving relationship, one that's supportive, one that has beautiful sexual chemistry, one that has, that's like very woke, where your beliefs are the same, where you're growing together. And I don't know, I don't, can't think of other things, but like maybe you want, if you're a woman, you want a man that likes to exercise and take care of his body. If you're a man looking for a woman, you want a woman that's in her radiance, that's embracing her feminine. Um, and yeah, I'll just leave it there for now. But you want to call in this relationship, this beautiful relationship. You want to call it in. And that relationship is there waiting for you. Everything that you could want or desire is waiting for you. The only reason you don't have it is because you are blocking it. You are not currently an energetic match to it. So if you want to call in this really beautiful, enlightened, divine relationship, you have to get to that level within yourself first. If you are in the position where you don't love yourself, where you have low self-worth, where you are struggling with doing the inner work, where you're still living in a, a big lack mentality or victimhood mentality, doesn't matter how much you want that relationship, it's not going to come to you. because you are not aligned with it. So you have to work on yourself to get into alignment so that you can then receive that relationship. Now, sometimes there's a flip side to that where you might call in that partner that you want and that is their potential, but they are at the same level as you, where they're still dealing with their own trauma, their own belief systems, where they have not done the healing work. So you guys are at the same level and one of you is going to start growing and the other one will either follow or fall away. 
but the potential is there. But do you see the difference? One is you do the work and you call in that divine level of a relationship because you're, you've done healing work. You're in alignment with that higher level, that higher vibrational level of a relationship. Or you stay where you are and you might call in a partner with the potential to be that, but they're still very much in their wounds just as you are. And you're not going to find a really high vibrational partner starting a relationship with someone who's not growing because energetically it will feel off. It'll feel completely off. It's going to, it would be like two magnets when you, when you put them against, I, I don't remember which side, but like not the magnet sticky side, but the one where it like literally repels each other. That's what it's like interacting with energies that are not doing healing work. If you are doing healing work, it it's actually repels it. it it's re- repulsive because you want to be repelled away. You don't want to be in that. And somebody that is holding a higher vibration would have to work very hard to lower their vibration to your level. And it's energetically draining. Now, for some of you that have already done some healing work, you will notice that maybe old people, old friends, old acquaintances in your life, maybe family members, you get around them and you feel drained. That's because you're no longer an energetic match. And there are some people that you will choose to keep in your life despite that. So it could be a parent. You might keep them in your life despite that energetic difference. But you will have to consciously choose to be in their presence. And, you, and you'll have an awareness that being in their presence is draining you. So you'll have to set strong energetic boundaries. And other people will, f- will fall away. And some people will start growing with you. But see, this is, this is all about energy. Energy is like the, the currency of life. You attract what you put out. So be really aware of what you are putting out. Are you putting out drama? Are you putting out victimhood? Are you putting out a lack mentality? That was my struggle for the biggest time. I was constantly in victimhood. I was constantly in lack mentality. I looked at everything that was going wrong and what I didn't have. And my life was getting harder and harder because I was just attracting more of the same. But once I started working with the law of attraction, once I started changing my own inner narrative from one of not having enough from one of lack from one of not being grateful to one of abundance and gratitude and love that is when my world started shifting and it shifted my internal world and my external world
Now, here's something that I actually recently kind of gave me a huge aha moment again. I was rereading The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, which is one of my favorite books. It's all about shadow work. It's by Debbie Ford. And in that book, there's, there's one part where it's talking about life purpose and, and everything, and it's talking about change and commitments. Now, this is a perfect example of how I've done a lot of work on myself, and I guide many people, many of my clients to do work on themselves and to experience healing. And it goes to show that I am still human and I will always be human. I will always have growing to do. And I can still help people. That's a big healer wound is that you have to be perfect in order to help people. And that's not true. But as I was reading a passage from Dark Side of the Light Chasers, I got called out by it because... What it said is that when you make commitment, you are telling the universe on an energetic level that you're committed, that you want these things that you're bringing into your life. So that could be health, that could be eating well, that could be working your business, it could be any number of things. But when you make a commitment to yourself, you are telling the universe that you are ready. Now, here is the kicker. And for any of you that struggle with consistency or not showing up or self-sabotage, this is going to get you. If you make that commitment and then you don't show up. So using health as an example, if you make a commitment to your health, so you want to exercise three times a week and you want to eat well, If you make that commitment, you're telling the universe that you're ready. And then when you don't make that, when you don't take the action for that commitment, so you self-sabotage, you maybe work out for the three days for like a, a week, and then you're, then you don't do it for like a month. The energy from that action or inaction What you are telling the universe is that you can't be trusted, that you are unreliable and that you are being dishonest. Wow. That is huge. So your actions or inaction puts out an energy. And this is where you have to bring in awareness of what you are doing. And again, we are not striving for perfection. We are not striving for perfection. We are striving to make aligned choices and ideally have every choice be an aligned choice, but we're human. But the thing is, is that 
if we make a choice that's not aligned with our soul, that's not in the highest frequency or vibration, we can have an awareness of it and we can choose again. It is progress, not perfection. Nobody, even the Dalai Lama, I am going to assume makes mistakes because he is a human. Everyone makes mistakes, but it's what are you going to do about it? Are you going to make a different choice? Are you going to course correct? Are you going to alter what you're thinking about? Are you going to alter what you're feeling? Are you going to alter the narrative in your head and your belief systems? So look at what your actions are saying, look at what your commitments are saying, and look at where those self-sabotaging or inactions are coming up and what they are actually saying. Because if you're making a commitment to show up and then you're not, again, you're putting out that energy of I'm not trustworthy, I'm not reliable, I'm not deserving of having these things come to me because I can't show up for this commitment. So shift what you are doing, make another choice. And if you are making a commitment and you keep coming up against something and you can't figure out what the block is and why you're self-sabotaging or why you're not showing up, get help. I will forever tell you to do a theta healing session because it digs for those root beliefs, it pulls them for you. And then it brings in the new ones that will help you stay with those commitments to take aligned action, to feel good in your life. Because, you know, a lot of times, and especially as we are doing work on ourselves, we might create new beliefs that we are worthy, we're deserving, we're abundant. And we might have dualistic underlying beliefs that are canceling those new good beliefs out because we believe that we're not worthy. We believe we're not deserving. We believe that we are always in financial hardship, that we can't receive clients, that we can't show up in the world. So for all of the good that you are doing, which is amazing, sometimes there's still beliefs there that are counteracting those good beliefs. And this is where getting help like doing a theta healing session with me or a coaching session or anything, getting help will help you move through that, will help you find those beliefs that are sabotaging you so you can stop putting out that energy to the universe that you're not trustworthy, that you're not deserving. You have all of the power to shift what you are putting out there. And it's, it is a constant flow of energy. Like the energy never stops. And if you put out some low vibrational energy, you can correct that with higher vibrational energy. It's not, you're not stuck. It's not like 
It's not like you've been in a lack mindset for 20 years and then you're never going to get out of it because there's 20 years of energy there. You can shift it because your reality is based on your now. And I would say the only, the only caveat to that is that sometimes things do come into our life to teach us lessons and to show us where we need to heal. So you could be the most positive person in the world and still experience situations or experiences or lessons that are going to be hard. That never goes away. Because it shows you where you still need to heal. And that's more into the shadow work side. But remember that you have all of the power over your current reality. So I want you to go home. Well, you might be at home. I don't know where you are. But I want you to take today... And I want you to practice sitting in gratitude. So every time a negative thought or feeling comes up, I want you to change that thought or feeling. So you you can do this one of two ways. And I want you to go with what feels easier just for today. And then you can practice doing both of these methods. But I want you to go and when you have a negative thought come up, so maybe you say you want to you get a healing session and you're like, I can't afford that. There's a huge lack mentality right there is I can't afford that. And instead, you can do this method, which is just switching what you're thinking about. Think about all the things you can do. Think about how grateful you are. Think about the things you love in your life. Look at the sun and the trees and the vehicle you might be driving and the walk outside that you're taking. The fact that you can do laundry, like find positive things and just start thinking about those. And when you, as you think about those things, I want you to center in your heart space. And I want you to feel that love, that gratitude. So that's one way you can do it. And the other way is when you have a negative thought come up, like I can't afford it. I want you to shift the actual narrative, the actual thing that you're telling yourself. So instead of I can't afford it, my personal favorite phrase is I am consciously choosing to put my money elsewhere. You know, when, when I literally didn't have two cents to rub together, um, like all of my money went to, went to debt and we were, Jordan and I were in the, in the midst of like the biggest struggle that was my most empowering phrase because I could afford to do things. I could afford to go get a new car if I wanted to. I could afford to do other things, but it might mean that I wrecked my credit or I ended up homeless. So, you know, there's, I understand the money thing, 
And I understand how you might say, I can't afford it. But when you change that narrative and say, I'm consciously choosing to put my money elsewhere, wow, like how much better does that feel? And the more that you shift these little narratives, the more you start enjoying life. The more that you get into that higher vibration. You know, if it's a body image thing, you might look in the mirror and say, oh, I'm fat and ugly. Instead of focusing on that, focus on what your body can do for you wow, I'm really beautiful. I have beautiful skin. I have beautiful eyes. My body carries me everywhere on a daily basis. My body helps me live. You tell yourself different things about that thought so that the the negative thought you had no longer becomes relevant. You can also use this if you are judging people. I had to do this a lot as well because my own insecurities came out as judgments against other people. So you might look at someone and be like, wow, they're so overweight. How could they let themselves get like this? And then you stop yourself and you're like, no, that person is a beautiful soul. They're wearing a really cute shirt today. I bet they have a great laugh or a great smile. Their energy is really beautiful. You find things to negate the negative phrase. And it has to be related to that area. So method one is just thinking the any, any thought opposite to the negative thought you were thinking. And method two is going into going in and actually changing the narrative around what you're thinking around that thought. So that is your homework. If you have questions, reach out to me and if you want to dive deeper into this healing work, into changing your beliefs and you want it to be super crazy accelerated, you can book a theta healing session with me. The link is in my bio on Instagram. It's also in the show notes. Um, And you can also just book it through my website, AnastasiaBurtnick.com. And if you want to know even more about Theta Healing and you haven't listened to it yet, uh, two episodes ago, can't remember the number. I want to say it's like 40, 41. I did a whole episode all about what Theta Healing is. So if you want to like the in-depth Go listen to that. And then I can't wait to see you in my calendar for an appointment. I love you so, so much. And I'm sending you so many blessings. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.